Hi, I'm Corey. Hi, I'm Tess. Welcome to A Lovely Place. We're so glad you've joined us as we invite Jesus into the midst of our lives, learning, and laughter. We hope this podcast can encourage your heart and make you smile today. Hi, Tess. Hello, Corey. (laughs) It's nice to see you today. It feels nice to get back to recording. We've only been on a break for a week, but it feels like a lot. Yes, a lot of life has happened in between, it feels like. <laughs> like, what? That was only a week ago? Yes. Yeah. Which is good, because we're talking about mom life and working moms and all the ands today in Heather's book. So I think that fits in quite nicely with um, hashtag real life. Yes. <laughs> like, here, here we go. Buckle up, kids. Oh, Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah. we are talking about, in case people are just listening in for the first time, we're talking about Don't Mom Alone by Heather McFadden. Mm-hmm. So how how did you enjoy these chapters this week? I enjoyed them. They were good. And it was brought back memories from when Riker was a little bit, a little guy, because um, the t- chapter of this, or All Working Moms is chapter seven. And then <laughs> chapter eight is Keep the Candles Lit. And so I was just like remembering that balance. And I think it's a question that moms and people get to ask themselves through their whole life. Like what's the work-life balance, right? That's the, yeah. those are the buzzwords. Work-life balance. (laughs) Like what? Yes. Yeah. And I remember going back to work when Riker was a baby and it just was so hard. And I remember crying when I got there and... It just, and pumping at work, and that's like a whole other thing. It was like almost harder to go to work <laughs> right. in that moment than not. But then as we kept going and then nursing things changed, then it was like, okay, cool. You're with your dad. Peace out. I'm leaving. Like, then it was a nice thing, but. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. Well, I think it, it amazes me how much, like, um judgment gets thrown around about like career choices for moms mm-hmm. and it's funny because that's never really a question for dads like you know um or at least most of most of my experiences that it it is usually directed at the mom yeah and um and I have to say like before I had kids I probably had certain ideas about it too that uh you know like preconceptions and I think now after having three, um, I am totally tracking with Heather, the way she talks on this chapter that, you know, like that's between that person and God. It has nothing to do with me. Like right. I don't get to decide what's best for people. Um, but I think there is a lot of like this judgment and kind of like um, shame that can get thrown around on both sides of the, you know, on any side of it, like people thinking you're making the wrong decision for your own family. And so um, I appreciate Heather's take on this, that, um, that we can be supportive and be a support network for the people, Mm -hmm. all the moms in our lives, you know, so no judgment. Yeah. Whether you're working full time or because you have to or because you want to, like, I think that's another thing, too, that gets thrown around like, oh, you need to work for your family to function. But it's like or sometimes it's like, well, 
what if the mom needs to work for her own mental health and sanity? You know, like right. how that's not a one box, one fits all thing. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like, okay, let's, how can we support other moms and be in the thing? And I yeah. feel spoiled that I have the balance that we have. I don't know, whatever. It still feels a little bit like tag teamy with Stefan, me working at the hair salon in the evenings. So we're like going back and forth. Um, yeah. But I feel like this is, there's opportunity as Rikers in kindergarten now and different things like this, like to try to figure out, okay, what's important in the new season and yeah. what does that look like? And just even thinking of what Stefan needs and what I need personally for self-care yes. stuff and when that's yeah. alone and when that's together. And so it's just an interesting mix of all of it of working and yeah yeah I don't know if I'm making any sense I feel like I'm going (laughs) in a circle what are we talking about I think it's good so Heather talks about in her chapter like um what will help my family to flourish you Mm -hmm. know and I think we kind of touched on something along those lines with um in Kendra Adachi's book, The Lazy Genius Way, you know, she talked about what matter, finding out what matters, you know, deciding what matters. Um, And so I think those are kind of in the same vein, like what would help my family to flourish? And I think um, that changes for different seasons or Heather even talked about, you know, like when you add another baby to the family or you Mm -hmm. change life situations somehow, like that will change then what will help you to flourish. And it looks different for every family. And I think like, um, I, what I'm realizing, you know, as I journey on in my, in age and also like going through, you know, um, emotional health type things and learning with that, I think it's such a beautiful thing that we get to be the, like, Jesus is the author of our lives, but we kind of get to decide, we get to be the architect and kind of decide how we want to design and build our lives. Yeah. And um, I think that when we, when we ask for wisdom, God will show us what, what will help our families flourish, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Cause that sometimes I think can feel daunting to try to figure that out. But like, yeah. I think we have little clues that we get to, pick up on if we'll pay attention to that, you know, and mm-hmm. take the time to, um, to pay attention. So, right. I think, and I was thinking of, um, a different episode of the don't mom alone podcast. And they were talking about writing down what's on your plate and honoring that, but just like taking yeah. inventory. And I think that I can't remember who the guest was, but she checked in like every season, like every few months, be like, yeah. okay, what can we do? What can't we do? And again, like, not that she said it that way, but what can make our family flourish, but just like. Yeah. I think that hey. was on the sun, the Sunday planning episode. Oh yes. That's right. Really good. Yeah, yeah. That was a really good one. We'll link that in the show notes. Yeah. Cause I think. Um, oh yeah. Go ahead. Just the, that made me think of when Heather, when she was giving the example of different, like your inner circle and then your, another circle and another circle. And there's only so much bandwidth that we have to maintain yeah. The relationships in our marriage and our with our kids and then with other people. And it's like there's so that kind of helps me like, okay, hey, this week I'm really busy at work. And so that moves things around. Or this week I'm not. So I can make more play dates or whatever. Like it's like Yeah. Yeah. It has to change and and I can't do everything 
all the time. Like there's, there's just not enough time to do it all. Right. Yeah. I think that's such a good perspective to have. Like you can't, you can't be all things to all people and you can't expect other people to be all things to you at all times, you know? And so like to have that grace to know like that, and I think it's in the next chapter, I think that they talk about a suicide that when you assume someone's uh-huh. intentions, you know, yeah. but I think that relates even to this too, that like, um, we shouldn't assume people's intentions, you know, like, and if like, as long as, as we give ourselves grace for how much capacity we have, we can give that to other people too, you know, like, and keep in mind what is on our plate, who's in our inner circle and um, how to keep that, that balance as we work or don't work, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, work outside the home, work inside the home, whatever the case may be. So um, I just love, so I went out to eat with a friend the other day and we were talking, she's in consideration for like a new job and um, looking for something that will be of, you know, like a better situation for their family. Yeah. And as we were talking about the different options, like she's gotten a bunch of different um, interviews and stuff and has quite a few different options to choose from. And I was like, well, what would you pick if you, you know, like if she got to pick whatever you got the offer from all of them, what would Mm -hmm. you pick? And she was like, Oh, I don't even know. Mm. And so it was fun because I was, before she got to the restaurant, I was reading the chapter seven and she, um, one of the things that Heather talks about is values kind of drive like what we do. Yeah. And um, one of the lines she said was when you imagine a good day, what does it include? And kind of just talking about like what brings you joy. Um mm-hmm. And so I asked my friend that I read that out and I was like, so like, what of these jobs do you think would bring you joy? You know, because it's okay to consider something in the lens of what do I enjoy doing? Like what would bring me, you know, be life giving to me. And um, it was just a good moment because she was like, you know, as I think about that, that kind of feels selfish to think like, Mm. which job would bring me joy and maybe I should pick that one instead of like, well, which one is the best situation for our family and, you know, like all those things. And um, I was like, well, but I don't think that is selfish. Like, no, you know, I think that in the past I also would have thought that same thing. Like, you know, maybe the harder path is like the better path or whatever, you know, because of this weird, I don't even know what it is, but like, Um, I feel like God's just been reminding me lately, like that joy and delight are like such a big part of our lives that we kind of ignore sometimes Mm -hmm. and that it's okay to look at these job options and, you know, obviously pray about it and ask for wisdom. But like, I think sometimes that's how God directs us too. is like, what, what would be life giving to you? Because you're a better mom, you're a better friend, you're a better whatever, when you're doing something that doesn't drain you but Mm -hmm. you know sustains you that kind of thing and so um I don't know I think it's just sometimes we we don't use that as a decision making tool and I think it can be a good one you know in uh, Greg McEwen's book the essentialism 
or essential is that essential. essential i think essentialism yeah yeah he was talking about someone that was like oh i just want to retire and then i'll do consulting or whatever and he was like well what if you did the consulting hat in your job right now and just didn't tell anybody <laughs> like like just <laughs> play to your strengths and he started doing that and there was a little bit of pushback at first and i don't remember what job he had but i just thought as you're saying that like isn't that how we're made we're all made different with different gifts and if our friend and if we are using our gifts to the best ability then there would be more satisfaction in life which makes us have more available to be a good quote-unquote good mom good wife good right like yeah yeah what does that actually mean again oh yeah read heather's book (laughs) (laughs) it's such a good book yes Yeah. yeah And I love how she points out the difference between calling an assignment. Um, and she talks about another podcaster, Kat Lee, who, you know, said like, as Christians, we all have the calling to go and make disciples like that yeah. doesn't change. It's the same for all of us, but where God assigns us is different and it's different in different seasons of our lives, you know, and, but that wherever you go, whether you stay at home, whether you work from home or you work out of the home, like you are fulfilling that calling and it's just your assignment that's different. But how are you, you know, doing that? Yeah. Um, Which I think is so helpful because sometimes it's like we wonder, well, what am I called to? Well, what you're called to (laughs) stays the same, but you know, where, where you're moving in and out in your life is different. So. Definitely. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I um I thought the next chapter was good. I I found it interesting. So this next chapter is about your relationship with your spouse. Mm-hmm. So um Oh goodness. Have you ever run into where you have different parenting uh techniques no. or anything no, like I that? No, I don't know what you're spouse? talking about. <laughs> Yes, of course we have. And just and it's interesting to figure out that dance of what what we're doing and what is a mountain and a, through a few trials and errors, usually or is around the dinner table. Yeah. Um things <laughs> everyone's a little bit tired at that time, right? And then things can es- escalate faster than maybe on a Saturday morning when everybody's not as tired. But yeah. So Stefan and I have learned to ask each other, like, is this a mountain? Like, it's our like a little way of like pausing, like, okay, where's our energy level? Where is this the most important value right now? Or we just need to have some, you know, is this a teachable moment? Or is this a moment we need to say five seconds and then move on? Like, yes. So I appreciate that, that through trial and error, we found that just that little question of, is this a mountain? Yeah. We can kind of check in with each other because you can't read each other's mind. Right. Oh, I'm glad though. I don't think I'd want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want people to read my mind either. No, definitely not. (laughs) Oh, Um, so one of the things that she talks about in this chapter is connection points and like regular Mm -hmm. connection points with um, your spouse and I will admit, I have found that to be a hard one. It feels like sometimes life just oh, gets so busy around me. So I, I want to be more intentional and better about planning those connection points instead yeah. of just hoping that they come 
in the moment, which they usually don't. So <laughs> Right. Yeah. I was trying to encourage myself like, okay, we just need to plan more things right now just because we need some some guidelines of and I think that would build um like if a date night or even if just like, hey, we're gonna play a game tonight or we're gonna watch a show. Cause sometimes I just don't want to stare at the TV anymore. It's like I feel like I'm not connecting right at all. And it's like, okay, well so that's been nice. And then I'm challenged in this new season. We live next to my parents and Riker loves spending time with them. So then that means we could have more date nights and hey, maybe even we could go overnight somewhere. So I'm trying to be intentional and plan ahead. So then everybody's on board with the plan and yeah. nobody doesn't want us to have a date. Like that's not the issue. It's just lack of planning. So I just have been feeling challenged reading this chapter like okay what am I doing if this is one of my most important relationships how am I fostering that so I just felt like okay Lord help me to refocus so I'm honoring my husband and our marriage and his need for time for alone my time for alone even though that looks different but then our time together like yeah makes me think of that Amy Grant song now I'm dating myself <laughs> hats, all the hats that she wore. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think so a couple of weeks ago, I was feeling just witnessing some relational distress in, um, in, I like how you said that. It, in somebody that I know. Yeah. And I was feeling a little bit just jaded about just like marriage and relationships and things. And I like, not because of Daniel and I, but you know, just witnessing that. And yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, reminding myself from our last book that we featured where she was talking about starting small. And I was like, okay, so every day, like we have these little like micro decisions that we make with our spouse and we can either choose to, you know, and the, the flip coin or the, you know, the other side of the coin is that our spouse mm -hmm. also makes decisions, but like for myself, I can only control myself. Right, right. Like, so I can either make this little micro decision to turn away from him or to turn towards him, whatever it might look like, but I get to start small. It doesn't have to be big things. You know, it doesn't have to be um, those like monumental decisions, you know, but like, so just thinking about that, like starting small, what am I doing today that is a little decision that just turns me that much more towards him, you know? Mm -hmm. And that has helped my perspective on it, I think, to be able to, um, you know, to know that like, it's not just some um, river that we're kind of being swept away by, you know, like, yeah, um, we get to decide how we want to, that we, if mm -hmm. we want to connect with our spouse and, you know, that, that yeah. can influence the quality of um, where we're going together. Yeah. So. And it's not always about kiddos and the to-do yes. lists. It's like, okay, that's so easy to keep being on that rat race feeling like, not that it's a rat race because it's our right. life, but <laughs> just that yes. feeling of like, wait, where are we going again? And, oh yeah, I like you. And I was, right. um, We've been meeting different families and having to be intentional about that. So sometimes it would couple dates and sometimes family dates, but it's been fun as we've been sharing how we met stories and different things. And it's like, oh yeah, 
I really like my husband a lot and I like our life. And so that's nice to remember in the monotony of all the things that you're doing over and over again. And it's like, okay, wait a minute. We had a fun start and we can have fun again. And not that we're not having fun, but just the being aware of the season we're in, I guess. Yeah. And getting to do everything which makes me think of our the verse i wanted to share in colossians and it is in colossians chapter three which is the whole book is good colossians chapter three is is full of a lot of information (laughs) and the verses before um which one oh 17 anyways they're talking about being kind to each other and let the peace of god surround you and then verse 17 it says And whatever you do, do it in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the the Father, through him. And then it goes on to talk about husbands and wives and children. And so I just thought how cool this is of being in life with our community and in our families. And God's like saying, whatever you're doing, let's be mindful. And it's like, okay, we're honoring the Lord in this and he's with us in all the different relationships. And I just was yeah. so encouraged by that. Like, okay, whatever I'm doing, I can do it for Jesus. Yes. That's good. Yeah. And he cares about all the pieces. Yes. Yeah. He does. All right. Well, um, we have a couple reminders, I guess people can find us on Facebook. Um, and I, wanted to just remind people. So one of the ways that you can help, well, there's a couple ways you can support our podcast. You can like us on Facebook. Um, you can follow us like on Spotify and I think like Apple podcasts and all the things, the Google mm-hmm. as well, the <laughs> Google, Google podcasts. <laughs> um, but then that you can support us and help support the authors of the books that we're reading is by purchasing the books through our Amazon affiliate link. So something we're trying and maybe it will help um but so if you love the books or love what we're talking about you can purchase those books through amazon through our affiliate link in the show notes about what you would be talking about (laughs) (laughs) yes and um because the the books we're reading really are great resources and Mm -hmm. i've already been recommending this book to so many friends um and my friend kim he she has read the book like a few times, I think, and always mm. reminds me about it. So we're always bouncing back and forth, nice. you know, like the different things that yeah. we're reading there. So um, anyway, these are great books, great authors, um, and we'd love for you to check them out. So and then if you ever have a comment or anything on Facebook, we'd love for you to interact with some of our posts. And that helps kind of us uh, other people to see what we're doing and to be able to listen to the podcast, too. Mm-hmm. So Thank you. Thank you. And we hope that you find some love and laughter and learning. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. All right. In your lovely place, right? (laughs) Thanks, Tess. All right. Bye.